Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. I praise God for this opportunity He has given me to share from this precious Word of God. So let's um, begin this time with a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord Jesus, as we are going to listen from your precious word. Father, we want to pray and ask, O oh Lord, that you will speak to us, that you will uh, intervene in our situations, Lord. We pray, O oh God, that you will uh, minister to each one, Lord, according to their needs, O oh God. Father, I pray, O oh God, that today, as you minister to your people, Lord, as you minister to your children, Lord, Father, let there be a clarity of your plan in their lives, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray, O oh God, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to be released mightily into every life. Hallelujah. I pray, O oh God, that those who need comfort shall be comforted. Those who need encouragement shall be encouraged. Those who need strength shall be strengthened. Father, we want to commit this time unto you, Lord. And we want to believe that you will do greater things in our midst, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are living in an unprecedented times. And it is so unexpected that something like this hasn't happened in the last hundred years. Or in, a, in, in one century, something like this hasn't happened. Because of this reason, most people don't know how to respond to the situation, how to, uh, how to be prepared for this season. As a result, I come to know that a lot of people are going through severe trauma, severe confusion, uh, clutter in the mind, and, and uh, people are not able to guard their heart. People are going into uh, phases of resentment, bitterness. Uh, they are in a place of doubting God. Uh, they are in a place of being challenged internally. A lot of times uh, in this season, we think that most of the storms are outside. But I believe this: these storms are taking a toll in the lives of people. And uh, there is a pandemic. There is a, a storm that is going uh, uh, within uh, the hearts of people, within the minds of people, which most of them are not able to handle. And I want to pray today that this word shall be a great comfort comfort, a great strength into your life and the Lord will give you clarity about how to handle this phase and this situation. And today I want to tell you that, uh, that the God whom we serve is El Roy. He is a God who sees us. Hallelujah. I am so glad that the God whom I serve is not only a God who sees everything, but he also is a God who sees me. He is so personal to me. Our mind throws, uh, uh, our mind throws panic alarms or uh, pan uh, he, uh, our mind wants to press panic button when uh, our mind is not 
clear about what is lying ahead. When our mind doesn't have a, a full picture or clear picture about uh, whatever clarity that the mind is desiring, it throws a panic, it throws panic signals or it presses a panic button. Yeah, but I'm so glad. I praise God that the one whom we serve is all knowing. Hallelujah. So before getting into my message today, I want you to know that there is only one person who knows everything in detail about every season yeah whatever situation that you are going through whatever mentality that you are right now in whatever attitude that you are right now in i want you to know that there is only one person who knows inside out of this season and that is god so it is wisdom for us to lean on to him that we will stay close to him that we will cling on to him that he will help us to be delivered from this season and he will help us how to cruise through this season by using his wisdom and today I want to uh, help you from certain scripture portions how God is going to be with us in uh, in uh, in this season when when some of us are going through a place of being rejected a place of being in fear or doubt of unbelief a place of being uh, in a, in a uh, in desperation uh, a place of being in in a, in a backsliding mode yeah and whatever situation that you are in whatever condition you are in right now sometimes you may be in a place wherein you are even doubting the existence of god you might be upset with God you may be um, you may be doubting the nature of God but I want to tell you that uh, whatever situation you are right now in God sees you he has seen you God sees you and he loves you with an everlasting love uh, Jeremiah chapter 31 uh, verse 3 says he has loved you with an everlasting love therefore he has extended kindness into our lives Another version says, therefore, I have with loving kindness, I have drawn you. So I want to tell you today that whatever condition your heart is right now today. Yeah. And, and whatever situation that you are going through today, I want you to know that God sees you and he loves you deeply. He will intervene into your situation. He will he will do whatever is just in your life. Hallelujah. And let's look uh, into a scripture portion um, uh, wherein uh, wherein God is meeting Hagar in a uh, in a very strange situation or a very strange place. Some of you are thinking right now that I'm not worthy of God. I'm not worthy of His goodness. I'm not uh, privileged, or I'm not I'm not worthy to uh, to be called uh, His or His own or His child. I want to tell you that it is His love that has made us worthy. Yeah, if He loves you, I want you to know that actually you are worthy to receive His goodness. I want you to know that you are worthy to receive His mercy and His kindness. So I want you to uh, take a decision today that that uh, that I'm going to set aside all other thoughts, but God has made me worthy because of His love, because of His decision to love me, and because of His decision that He doesn't want to spare me. So I'm going to take. 
a decision to live unto Jesus. I'm going to surrender my life unto God. I'm going to uh, I'm going to recommit my life unto God. I want you to uh, I want you to believe that there is a comeback that is possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today first I want uh, I want you to understand that even when you go through a place of being rejected, if you are in a place wherein, uh, wherein somebody has used you, somebody has used you for their own benefit, uh, people have used you uh, in your good times for their benefit and right now you are abandoned, right now you are rejected, nobody is there to take care of you. I want you to know that the Lord loves you. The Lord will see you. We are going to see that uh, from the book of Genesis in the life of Hagar in Genesis chapter 16 verse 13. That is the theme verse um, uh, about which I'm going to share today. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees El Roi. For she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? So so when we look into the life of Hagar, Hagar uh, was in the house of Abraham and, and, um, and, uh, and she was pregnant with the child of Abraham. And once she was pregnant because uh, Sarai, was, uh, Sarai was treating uh, her in a bad way, she fled from that home. And she was in a desert. And you know that desert is not a choice uh, destination for a vacation or a, or a preferred place for somebody to spend some good time. We end up stranded in a desert. The, in a, when we talk about uh, uh, an experience of wilderness, it is a place of no hope. It is a place of no future. Yeah. So when Hagar was, was in such a place where, where desert is, uh, is talked to be as a, as a place of barrenness, we can see that God is meeting Hagar in a desert, in that desert. Hallelujah. Her life changed in that desert environment. So I want you to know that if you are going through a wilderness experience wherein you feel rejected, where, feel, where you feel you are alone and abandoned, where you are feeling that I have no future, I have no hope, even I'm not sure whether God is, uh, God is able to see me and my situations I want you to know that he is El Roy he sees you and he will come to you and we're going to see how the Lord dealt with Hagar he called her by name hallelujah heavens has recorded her name heavens know your name so the Lord will call you by your name even when you are in a place of wilderness so we can see that Hagar's life is going to change in that encounter no place I want you to know that no place or no situation is a no entry zone for God nothing can stop from the love of God when he tries to reach us you hallelujah Hallelujah. So there we can see that God is uh, reaching out to Hagar and he gives accurate direction to Hagar that, that she should go back to the house of Abraham. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you today that when God meets you, even in the place of wilderness, he may not guide you according to how you desire. He may not guide you according to uh, how you want things to go forward because he has an amazing plan for you. His plans for you are always good. Let's uh, see uh, that scripture in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 and 9. 
The scripture says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. So this scripture says that there is a difference between your ways, your thoughts and my thoughts and my ways. And then that scripture continues like this. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now the next, this scripture says that this verse says that that difference, the difference between your thought, your ways and my thought and my ways it's so huge like the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. So I want to, uh, I want to encourage you that when God leads you, when God guides you in your place of wilderness, trust in Him, trust in His plan and the Lord will, the Lord will ensure that in the end you will see good because of you following His plan. Hallelujah. And as I was preparing, uh, this portion, as I reached uh, this portion while I was preparing this message, I sensed the Lord putting in a name Sneha. And I believe that the Lord is uh, talking to you about His plan. The Lord is communicating His plan to you. And, and uh, the Lord, uh, I believe the Lord wants to tell you that this is for your good. It can be a different plan from what you have been thinking, uh, but uh, this is for your good. The scripture says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. So when we, we are coming back to the story of Hagar. So she was in the wilderness and when there was no hope for her, when there was nobody for her to ask help, when there was nothing uh, that was seemingly bright in her life, the Lord came to her. The Lord is giving her accurate direction about her next step. Hallelujah. And I want to pray that in your life, if you are going through an experience of wilderness, that the Lord will come to you and not dependent on any man because you serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. And the Lord will give you an accurate direction. Hallelujah. And the Lord is not stopping there. The Lord is blessing her generation. Hallelujah. Nobody wanted her. Nobody wanted her child. But the Lord is blessing her and the Lord is blessing her generations. Hallelujah. So if you are uh, uh, going through a, a rejection phase or a, a place wherein you are, you are rejected, abandoned by people, you are alone you are in your wilderness experience i want you to uh, i want you to proclaim or declare in faith confess in faith i serve el roi i serve a god who sees me and he will come into my situation he will call me call me by name and he will guide me accurately and my generations won't lack my generations won't suffer and i receive the blessings and i speak blessings over my generation hallelujah Hallelujah. And I pray that you have, you will have a mighty encounter with this El Roy God in your place of um, uh, wilderness. And we're going to check the next scripture portion. And, and that is, uh, that is in Judges chapter six, where God is meeting Gideon when he is in a place of doubt, fear, and unbelief. 
Hallelujah. And I believe that I believe that this pandemic has has brought so many people into a place of this this situation, like where they are under doubt or fear or unbelief. Some are under uh, terrible desperation. I believe this scripture will speak to you. And let's see how the Lord dealt with uh, Gideon. And in chapter uh, Genesis chapter 6 verse 12, we can see, uh, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And it's uh, it's uh, so I would say it's so funny how uh, the angel of the Lord is addressing Gideon. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the Lord is calling Gideon mighty man of valor. And, and uh, if we read down, we can see that probably in our context, Gideon would have thought, who is the Lord calling? Where is this mighty man of valor? Yeah, I, I, I'm for sure. I'm not that one. Yeah, because uh, when we when we uh, check the further verses, we can see that he was the least of uh, in the in his family. He was under fear. He was he was not at all confident at that point. And today. Today, I want all of us to know that when God calls us, he calls the best he has seen in us. Hallelujah. He sees and calls out our potential in Christ Jesus. So whatever, so whatever situation you are right now, whatever, uh, whatever attitude that you have right now, I want you to know that when God speaks something, if you have received a prophetic word in your life, I want you to know that that is a potential that God has seen in your life and if you believe and if you cooperate with God you will see the fulfillment of that word in a powerful way hallelujah hallelujah so we could see here that God is addressing Gideon as a mighty man of valor yeah because God knew what Gideon had God knew how Gideon could have been uh, could be molded God knew what a mighty mission what a plan of God can be unfolded or probably accomplished uh, through Gideon in uh, the 11th verse we can see that now the angel of the Lord so here we can see when God called Gideon, what was he doing or, or what was his uh, situation? Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree which was in Ophrah which belonged to Joash the Abyssalite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. So he was just uh, fearing Midianites and he was just somehow managing to uh, uh, thresh wheat in the winepress so that, uh, so that uh, he can just have it without the Midianites taking them. Yeah. So when he was in that place of fear is that the Lord calling him mighty man of valor. And then the Lord, uh, the angel of the Lord was saying, Behold, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Even now when we hear uh, such uh, powerful uh, proclamations, the Lord is with you. We would say or we would choose to say, Amen. Oh, I'm so encouraged. I'm so blessed. Oh, thank you, Lord, for that word. Thank you, Lord, for, uh, for uh, standing with me. Thank you, Lord, for appearing to me. That would have been uh, a healthy response. But let's see how um, Gideon responded here. Gideon is responding in uh, Judges chapter 6 verse 13. Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? I believe some of us are in this situation today. 
and he continues and where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about saying did not the lord bring us up from egypt some of us are thinking that oh where are all those miracles that used to happen where are all those ministries that used to perform these uh, these uh, miracles yeah and then but now the Lord has uh, forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Now Gideon is here accusing or saying the Lord is the reason why we are in such a, a, a terrible situation. So he was under doubt, fear, unbelief and I would say a little bit upset with God as well. Yeah, I think I think uh, um, I think most of us probably are in a place of um, uh, resonating with this uh, heart condition because of the pandemic. That some of us are thinking, where is God in the midst of this pandemic? What is the plan of God? Why so many people are dying? What is that I should do? Yeah. So here, so here, Gideon also was in uh, such a situation of doubt, fear, unbelief, and and uh, having a resentment to God I would say and uh, the Lord is responding in Judges chapter 6 verse 14 the next verse and the Lord turned to him so he the Lord understood that he has an issue with Israel being uh, in the hands of Midianites and the Lord says go in this might of yours and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? The Lord is saying, okay, you know, you don't need to change. You don't have to do anything extra. But whatever might you have right now, go with this might and still you will deliver Israel. So we can see that whatever has been his burden, whatever has been his concern, the Lord is preparing him to be the answer to that situation. Hallelujah. And as I was uh, preparing this portion, I sensed the name Mini John. And, and I believe that the Lord is going to give you a new assignment. And as the Lord is giving you uh, that assignment, the Lord shall be with you and the Lord will empower you. Hallelujah. So we can see that the Lord is telling uh, Gideon that Hey, whatever is your concern, I'm going to send you with the might that you have right now. But but Gideon, because of his attitude, because of who he is at that point, he's saying, oh, oh I have a lot of limitations. I'm not somebody who you think. I'm not that mighty valor. I think you got it wrong. Because uh, because uh, in, in um, uh, verse 15, he says, um, oh, my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest lord my family history we are not high achievers we are not great performers and i am the least in my father's house first of all we are not great uh, in the land and the second thing i am the least within that family or oh, what, what a what a terrible combination yeah but but i am so amazed how the lord is responding to what the what gideon is saying and uh, in uh, in um, verse 16 the lord says Surely I shall be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. So the Lord did not intend or, or try to correct um, um, Gideon saying that, no, 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 your family is not that bad. Or, uh, or God did not try to pacify Gideon by saying that, see, there are a lot of good people, even if they are weak uh, or nothing like that. The Lord said, hey, it's not about you. It's not about your circumstances. It's not about your family it's not about you but it's all about me 
Hallelujah. And today I want all of us to know that when God calls us, when God prepares us for his assignment, when God commissions us for his vision, his plan, it is not about us. It is not about what we have, but it is all about him. The fact that his favor is upon us, his presence shall go with us. And when we, when he is with us, we shall overcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God knew Gideon. And from this place onwards, actually, we can see how Gideon is learning to trust God. And I want to say this as the starting of this confirmation season. Yeah. Or confirmation spree. Now, Gideon really want to believe God, but he is not sure because he just a little bit, a little while before he was in, in doubt and fear and unbelief and, and, and now he really wants to believe God but he is not sure about it. So this guy is starting to ask confirmation and the first confirmation is confirmation for signing up. God, thank you. I, I, I think actually you are the right person but I want to sign. I want to sign. In Judges chapter 6 verse 17, he says, Then he said to him, If I, now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. God, I know that you're calling me for a project. You're calling me for something uh, wonderful. But I just want to know whether I have the right partner. I just want to know whether I have the right business partner in this deal. I want to, I want to have a sign, Lord. Give me a sign, Lord. And we can see uh, in the subsequent verses that God gives him a sign. And in verse 22, he is satisfied. He is clear that this is God. And we can see in that verse, now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And the next verse, let's, it's, it's so interesting to see how God is responding to Gideon. Then the Lord said to him, peace be with you. Do not fear, you shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Shalom. To this day, it is still in opera of the Abyssalites. So when God wanted Gideon to move from a place of fear, doubt and unbelief to being a mighty valor, which is the potential of Gideon to deliver Israel, God is bringing him first to a place of peace. Hallelujah. And I want to pray this shalom over you today. That if you are in a situation of doubt, if you are in a place of fear, if you are upset with God, if you are in a place of unbelief, if you are backsliding, I pray that the shalom of God to come upon you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I sense that some people are just in the verge of backsliding, quitting because of not seeing an answer about your healing. I believe that the Lord is bringing you peace right now. In the name of Jesus, every sickness be healed. Every sickness be healed. Every condition of cancer be healed in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Every condition of cancer, colon cancer, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I speak the healing of God over you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you, dear brother, dear sister today. There is no one else than Jesus who can heal you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no other Jehovah Rapha. Hold on to God. Do not give up. Do not give up. God will deliver you. Stay faithful till the point of death. God will deliver you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is bringing Gideon first to a place of shalom, God's peace. And, and, and if you uh, look at this verse, God did not tell Gideon, hey, I have given you peace. Uh, why don't you build an altar unto me? It was an expression of the, uh, of that uh, blessing that Gideon experienced. Gideon knew or Gideon knows what a change that has happened in his spirit, in his heart. Hallelujah. He was in a place of doubt, fear and unbelief. And today the Lord has given me peace. And as an expression of his gratitude, he is building an altar and naming it Jehovah Shalom. And we move on to uh, verse 36, that, that he is about to go for uh, the battle or, or he's just preparing the people for the battle. So so I want to call this time uh, this as a confirmation for a startup or, or a, a confirmation to start. Yeah. So first he was uh, taking a confirmation to sign up whether he should uh, he should stand with God, whether he should team up with God. Now he decided, OK, I'm going to team up with God. But he has said something really, 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 really uh, something that I cannot imagine. It's unbelievable. Now, I want to just do a, a, a testing uh, once again. Yeah. Before I'm going to uh, before I'm going to venture into something really huge which I cannot imagine I want to test this God once again and in chapter in 6 verse 36 so Gideon said to God if you will save Israel by my hands as you have said yeah doubt again doubt he he was convinced he was satisfied this is the angel of the lord this is the lord's intervention this is god who is speaking to me but when uh, when it is about to perform when it is about to do something for the lord he was still in doubt and he is saying hey you said uh, that that you will deliver israel and if that is going to be right will you show me a sign Look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor and, and, and then he goes on and he keeps a condition and the Lord does it. The Lord gives a sign. And and um, and uh, the funny thing is that actually he is not satisfied with that because I believe that if this is not the Lord, if he has heard it wrong, uh, the cost is going to be huge. And I believe that is the reason why Gideon is asking for a double confirmation. And we can see that in chapter verse 39, then Gideon said to the Lord, do not be angry with me. God, I know that you are God. God, I know that actually you can do all things. God, I know that actually um, the, the, nobody can define your ways. God, I know that, that 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 I cannot even comprehend all your ways. But it is so important that if I need to do something, I need to be clear on that that it is you and you can do it. Yeah. Uh, so don't be um, uh, afraid. Uh, or sorry, don't be angry at me. Uh, I just want one more confirmation. But let me speak just once more. Let me test. I 
afraid just once more yeah god uh, god this is the final test yeah no more testing no more testing yeah um, so this is the final thing and uh, gideon is giving a uh, keeping a, um, a test and the lord does exactly like that and 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 gideon is clear about that he can proceed uh, in his uh, in his venture or, or in his uh, attempt to deliver israel from the midianites and uh, and i believe uh, i believe as i was preparing this uh, this uh, portion i believe that the lord is giving uh, the lord is the lord wants to tell ariel that that uh, that he will give confirmation for the signs uh, that you are desiring or you are asking for hallelujah hallelujah so i want to tell you that god knows your potential god knows the real you and he wants to draw the best out of you so if you have a right intention i believe god was okay to give confirmation to gideon because gideon didn't have a wrong motive gideon didn't have a selfish motive gideon was not trying to evade from the plan of god gideon really wanted to uh, wanted to test god because he wanted to know whether this is a risk worth taking yeah gideon really wanted to know uh, oh if this is not god the cost is going to be so huge and that is why gideon tested god and god was okay to satisfy him satisfy his logic and 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 because because god knew that if he wanted this man uh, to be in this mission he really need to get the permission of this man and god blessed uh, gideon by satisfying him by giving the conditions of giving the signs and i want you to know that if you have a right intent before god if you are waiting for confirmations from the lord if you want signs from the lord about lord whether this is the your will i want you to know that the lord is happy to lead you the lord is okay to lead you with his signs so that you will proceed according to the plan of god so we can see here that gideon is Uh, is taking a step by step growth in trusting in god hallelujah so sometimes you might be thinking i'm not that a uh, radical faith kind oh god uh, i'm not able to uh, be like that person who's able to hear and obey god at that first instance i want you to know that everybody's journey is so different and the beauty is god loves to journey with you hallelujah so i want you to be encouraged that be yourself as you walk with god and uh, we're just going to see how uh, the lord dealt with in a very humorous way with gideon uh, in judges chapter 7 verse 9 to 11 uh, here we can see that just before the battle yeah so we spoke about uh, the first confirmation that gideon asked when uh, he was about to sign up with god the second confirmation when uh, he was about to start with all the people on his side and now it is just before the battle uh, now here i know uh, i know sometimes gideon might be thinking oh how many confirmations i have asked now if i ask any confirmation um, uh, will god think that i am so carnal i am not at all spiritual uh, will god think that actually i am not at all grateful yeah but it's so funny i would say that um, uh, let's see this verse uh, judges chapter 7 verse 9 to 11 it happened on the same night that the lord said to him arise go down against the camp for i have delivered it to your hand but if you are afraid to go down guy i know you 
I've been I've been hanging around you for, uh, for a while. Now I know even if you don't ask me confirmation, I know what's going in your mind. Yeah. So God says, but if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Pura, his servant, to the outpost of the armed men who were in the camp. And there he is able to listen to a conversation and he takes that as a confirmation. So even if Gideon is not asking for a confirmation, God knows that to activate this guy, to stir this guy, I need to give him uh, something that boosts his faith. And God gives that confirmation to Gideon. And, and I want you to know that, that God knows how to help you in your journey with God. So if we look back, Gideon started from a place of fear. Gideon started from a place of doubt and not having a great um, a great uh, feeling for the nature of God. He was thinking it is God who is responsible for my situation today. It is God who is responsible. He was in a in a place lightly uh, blaming God. Yeah, From that situation God helped him to grow in faith in a step-by-step -step way. So uh, I want you to know that in all, all through this while, one good thing that Gideon did was that he kept conversing with God. He kept talking with God. Even in the midst of his fear and unbelief, he was engaging with God. He kept journeying with God. So uh, some of you need to hear this, that uh, just because some of the things didn't turn the way that you expected, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. Yeah, And I pray that the Lord will help you to come out of that failure feeling. Yeah, uh, because because I believe I truly believe with all my heart that uh, somebody becomes a true failure when he or she stops walking with God. The moment we walk with God, the moment we decide to continue our journey with God, the Bible says God is able to cause all these things together for good. Hallelujah. So even if I am seeing certain momentary failure today, even if I am going through certain challenges today, I want to encourage you. Do not quit your journey with God. Keep journeying with Jesus. He will ensure. He will help you to reach that destination in style. He will ensure that in the end you will see good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So my message to you today would be that even if you are going through a, a, a situation of desperation like Paul, that you have a thorn in your flesh, and you've been, you've been uh, praying for that. You've been uh, trying to get rid of that. Uh, uh, El Roy is still there. God sees you. God will not abandon you. God did not abandon Paul. God said, okay, this is not my plan. Just as you think like, uh, I, I cannot take away the thorn, but, but my grace is enough for you. My grace is sufficient for you. And, and if you are feeling weakness, I want to tell you, my strength will, uh, will become perfect in your weakness. 
So it's not that uh, that I'm seeing your condition and, and I'm uh, not helping you. I'm Elroy. I'm seeing your condition. I'm seeing you. I see what you're going through. And But just that my plans are so different for you. And, and I will strengthen you. I will be with you. God is assuring his presence in our lives in every situation. Be it the pandemic, be it uh, the cyclone, whatever happens. Even the scripture says, even death cannot separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So before closing, I want to encourage you that in all uh, these hard attitudes, be it feeling rejected or sometimes maybe you are feeling like Peter, that what did what terrible thing I did unto the Lord. You might be feeling, oh, because of a feeling, because of a hard condition, I withdrew from God. I was backsliding from God. I want you to know that if you forgive, uh, if you if you confess your sins, the Lord will forgive. Hallelujah. He will help you to come back to God because he sees all your condition. He sees all your situation. He loves you deeply. He will help you to be in your journey with Jesus. So today I want to leave you with these things that there is only one person who knows the inside out of all seasons and that is God. Keep engaging with God. Keep holding on to God. Keep clinging on to Him and engage in your conversation. Some of you might be having uh, so much of uh, doubts and questions in your mind in this season. I want you to know that there is no one greater than God who can answer your questions. So keep asking God. Keep engaging with God. Just like Gideon, if you are in a place of doubt, keep asking for confirmations and the Lord will help you. And I sense um, a name, uh, Varghese, uh, Varghese Philip, uh, Varghese Philip. And I believe that the Lord, uh, I believe that the Lord is encouraging you to fight the good fight, keep the faith and, and, and focus in finishing your race well. I believe that the Lord wants you to focus, set aside all your other thoughts and focus in, uh, in uh, doing a good fight unto the Lord. And, and I sense that the Lord wants to tell you that you are not a loser. Heaven calls you mighty valor. And I, I believe that the Lord wants to tell you that do not give up. Do not give up. If it was to uh, give up, you should have given up before. Uh, you should have given up before. I believe that the Lord has delivered you from unbelievable circumstances and situations. I believe that the Lord is strengthening your hands even now for battle. Uh, maybe you are thinking your season is over. I believe a strengthening coming upon your life for battle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, uh, Father I pray, O oh God, for each and everyone who is watching me right now and I pray oh God I pray, O oh God, that you will see each one of them, Lord, in their situations and you will intervene. You will guide them. You will strengthen them. Oh, you will deliver them from that place of fear, doubt and unbelief and resentment and bitterness. And you will bring them to a place of peace and then to a place of faith to do mighty exploits for the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want to speak over you that all of you will be overcomers. All of you shall know your God in a mighty way in this season in a mighty way in this season and you shall do mighty exploits like never before like never before that you shall do mighty exploits for God thank you father we give you all praise and glory in Jesus name we pray amen 
Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.